everybody. Welcome to another episode of A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the podcast where we watch an episode of The Simpsons. It's starring a super fan named Tyler Menz and a guy who's heard of the show, and that's me, Greg Bach. We welcome you to the show, and we're happy you are here today. We are happy because we are welcoming another guest. Hooray! Yay! That is Miss Liza Marie. Hey, guys. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Smoky little hey, guys. Hey. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we're welcome. Right. Thank we're, you, guys. Thank we're you. happy to have yet another very bona fide Simpsons fanatic. Bone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just served it up. You knocked it right out of the yeah, pack. I'm yes. a comic. But, Liza, I have to say, I think you might be a bigger super fan than myself. You, you ooze Simpsons. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, Thank totally. you. Okay, okay, I'll understand that, I guess, to be a compliment. So yeah. that's... No, it is. No, it is. Um, so today's episode. Yes, today's episode is actually a very long-winded title, and luckily not in Spanish this time. Uh, It is the... Ragin' Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in the curse of the flying hellfish. I did not have the prepared, but Tyler just jumped in because that's what partners do. I got it. I got Uh, you back, buddy. This is season 7, episode 22, episode number 1, A Fitty. Uh, and uh, it premiered on April the 28th, 1996. So we're dealing about coming up on 20 years on this episode. Yes. Uh, in season number seven. Let's talk one quick thing before we get into it. The couch gag. Oh, the couch gag. It was very fun. It was, uh, they all get in the room and uh, Homer pulls the plug, uh, pulls a drain plug and they all go, boo. Yeah, down the, the drain. Bathtub guy. Classic. Classic simps. Classic simps. Uh, and in a, in a, in a, in a, <laughs> classic simps. Classic. Hashtag classic simps. <laughs> <laughs> which has to be offensive to somebody, I feel like. Uh, the, uh, you know, when we went uh, watching the episode, I looked up what may have happened on that date, and the only thing I found was. Uh, not very cheery. It was the Port Arthur Massacre in Tasmania, Australia. But it did have a good outcome, which was they banned all their guns in the country. So take that, Second Amendment. Yes. Take that. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, he's my president. Um, so, yeah, uh, we watched it. It was... <laughs> this uh, podcast is not politically affiliated at all. <laughs> I am. I have an Obama tattoo on my back. I, don't give, I give zero Fs. <laughs> zero. You understand me? Zero. No, I get it. No. Don't! Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Trying to keep it First clean here for the kids. I'm going to have to edit this now. <laughs> so we watch it. Oh, we got a dog in here. Oh, hi, Junebug. New show dog, Junebug. Hey, Junebug. Junebug. The Junebug. So we watched the episode. Now, I would say that this episode would be considered part of the golden Age. Most people's. I would say, age. yeah. I mean, it falls in it falls in season season seven, which tends to be no matter who you talk to, who's on the fanatic side, tends to be that in that in that range. Whether it's you know four to nine, or I, I say this all the time, but yeah. like, but I feel like that's that is in the spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite seasons, okay. and. Um, I personally think that Simpsons lost its momentum after season eight. Okay. Oh. Well, we'll get we will get to that later on. Let's uh, 
get to a quick little run through. Yeah, let's just do a little run through. I mean, it's a setup. Uh, it is Grandparents' Day at Springfield Elementary School, and Bart brings Grandpa Abe Simpson, who is. So funny. So funny. Abe Simpson might be one of... He's one of the best the characters. characters. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've not seen him much, but I've always enjoyed what he does. And I, he and... I mentioned this in an earlier episode. He and Monty Burns are, to me, just pure joke machines. Watching the two of them together. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. That, that was quite <laughs> wonderful. So, yeah, they have, a, they have a grandparents' day. And, of course, everyone's grandparents were very, very uh, uh, accomplished. And Millhouse's grandparents. Nelson's grandfather was even more accomplished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, he, Abe embarrasses Bart. It was interesting to see Bart kind of be the grown-up there. It's like, it's just, you know, just cool or great. Like, it was, there's was something, he was being an adult to take care of, you know, the the elderly person who you, some people could see as like, oh, he's the he's the child now. So, but, uh, roll switch people, roll switch. Just another example of how brilliant the writing is on that show. Yeah, we, we know, you like it. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite. Aww. So, uh, yeah, so Grandpa Simpson embarrasses him and he goes back to the home and he goes to find out that one of his friends dies, who is part of the, uh, the Flying Hellfish. Flying Hellfish. Asa, Asa Phelps. Asa Phelps. Okay. And okay. that might be one of the best fake names I've ever heard. One of them, at least. Okay. Yeah, that's a yeah. di- I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, like, in shows, like, taking notice of the characters' names. I always try to find the people's names in the credits so like if they name it after someone who works oh, on the yeah. show you know sometimes you can see that really like, oh like I watched the show I watched oh, the I show Supernatural even, yeah. and the the executive producer of the show actually the executive producer or the director they have a character named after him but I've, I always if it's a really weird name yeah. I always look to see if that name is part of the the crew or the uh, whomever works on the production well Homer's little hair and then his ear um, it's M and oh, yeah, G and hair, for Matt yeah. Groening. Aww. Yeah. That's yeah. adorable. I watched a thing about how he draws Homer, and he's like, and then I just put my initials, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That makes so much sense. Man blue. Mine's totally blue. I think, uh, I think it's easy, and you probably noticed, like, when there's a bad, like, a name that's clearly a fake yeah. name in a TV show, that's always the worst. So I, I, I really appreciate good name writing. Um, for example, in the TV show Parks and Recs, it took them 50 drafts of different, like, first and last names to get Leslie Nope. They went through... Wow. There's a list that... Um, What's one of them? Floating on the internet. Like, Leslie Kniffle. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like, that sounds like that sounds like a school marm in a Disney movie. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, so there's so Asa Phelps like popped out to me right yeah. away where I was like, "Oh, that's a great fake name." Mhm. Um, and the rest of their names like Ox like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he calls him Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Asa dies, and um, he is one of the last three hellfish. Mm-hmm. So uh, Abe says he, Abe goes to the funeral and meets the other last hellfish there, which is Montgomery Burns. Oh, my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. There's a relationship. What? Uh, they, they... They unlock the the tombstone with the hellfish emblem and cross Asa off, and uh, we we learn about uh, the the artwork. The artwork. We also we learn that uh, 
we learn that Montgomery Burns is going to basically sit back and wait for uh, Abe to die. Where, where we see probably one of the funniest jokes of the episode. He says, "Can you do something for five seconds? Can you not embarrass yourself for five seconds?" And within two seconds, Grandpa Simpson's I, pants just fall down. Seriously, I have seen this episode a million times, and every single time. That just cracks me up. And then when he's leaving, and he's like, I want him killed. And he's just standing at the top of the hill and all his pants just fly off I think, again. I think what what really highlights that joke is the boing noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boing. Yes. <laughs> his pants fall down. Perfect. So, yeah, then uh, what happens is we find out about, well, Grandpa Simpson goes to the house and staying with them and then he ends up ends up telling Bart the story and Bart is in, uninterested and, and the not reason believing him. that he's staying with them is because Mr. Burns was trying to kill yes, him. Yes, there have been many assassination yeah. attempts. At one point uh, uh, Grandpa Simpson clumsily escapes and the guy who sent to kill him goes, he's very clever. Yes. <laughs> very clever. So, oh, and the, alarm clock in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, um, the costume, or disguises that the assassin Oh Mr. my gosh, Burns terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns dressed as Marge <laughs> is the best thing <laughs> I've ever seen. In I my feel- opinion, Mr. Burns should always be dressed as Marge <laughs> at least once in the episode. I, I feel like that's a tattoo for you. Oh man, Mr. Burns. I think, I think that I think that it, he he posed as a perfect bizarro Marge because Marge always has a look on her face of like there's light there's 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 a light in her face. She's a hopeful and and, it's, totally. and actually and actually if it's. <laughs> Mr. Burns as Marge is what would have happened if if Marge never got married and stayed with her sisters. That's what she would have turned into. I love when Mr. Burns tries to imitate the Simpsons because he does it in another episode yeah. where Bart is he becomes his heir. Oh yeah. And he tries to imitate the Simpsons with like this cast of actors who not don't understand what their character's motivation is. It's so funny. That's like the second. I don't know if it was referencing that yeah. episode, but it was really funny. Uh, so we, he's at the house. Tells Bart the story. He's holding up at the he, house. He's holding up at the house. He's in Bart's bedroom, and then the only way Bart believes him is when Burns comes through the wall Whoa, on, in, a crane. In, in, on a crane. Yeah, <laughs> in a crane in a crow's nest, coming straight at him, and then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. So it, 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 that's when the the action goes down, which is essentially they're fighting to get to the paintings. And first. it doesn't stop. Yeah, and it, and um, Bart gets both the keys. He get mm-hmm. you know, yeah. You know, the pickpocket. Yeah. Right, exactly. with his sly, cunning yeah. ways. <laughs> I actually wrote down, I said I was getting angry because Burns is a bully, and I, I, did, I hated the fact that that Grandpa Simpson was just laying down and, like... Taking it? Taking it. I, I just... I, oh, I, I get, uh, I, noteworthy, uh, uh, Abraham Simpson was the um, sergeant. Yes. And so he was above Burns in right. the military. He still is in life. Yeah, and he's still in it. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I really loved how Bart used his, like, cunning. And, like, Bart's kind of like a naughty kid. And Bart I think is Bart, a naughty yeah. kid. He is, but Burns, I think, recognizes it. And that's why Bart gets to come up onto the crow's nest with Burns. And Burns gives him almost, like, even a little pat on the head, like, yeah. oh, that's a sport. And then within, like, two minutes, he's trying to kill Bart. Right. Yeah. Which is very dark. 
That is a very killing dark... Killing a child? Killing a child. Like, put, like not just... Well, like, putting him in a safe and drowning a child. Look at the Sideshow Bob episodes. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, and, yeah. We see, and we see that in the first season, too. Yeah. Where there's a lot of violence. I mean, like, realistic violence in these shows that... I don't. I don't watch it now. That's and why I, you couldn't watch it when you were, or where I couldn't. Well, watch that's it when why I was like eight, and I wanted to, you know. Well, you did watch it. Well, that's why I told my. So, and have you listened to? Everyone's going to hear this story at least ten times. Do you know how I got into watching The Simpsons? No. I would always want to watch the episodes um, when they were on rerun. But I would tell my parents that I was staying up to watch Frasier, which aired before the Simpsons. (laughs) Why are you so lame? I feel like that should just be a segment with all the guests now. (laughs) Tyler will tell them how he got to know the Simpsons. (laughs) Thanks, Frasier. Hashtag Frasier Sims. So. Well, in season one, too, there's that babysitter episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Creepy mm-hmm. as heck. Like, yeah. seriously, that's a creepy episode. Penny and it's Marshall. voiced by Penny Marshall. Marshall yeah. yeah. Who is wonderful. Just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the episode is pretty, you know, it's pretty action-packed towards the end. Uh, and it's, what's funny is that, you know, long story short is is they, you know, Bart and Abraham get the the paintings mm-hmm. and the whole time that's happening you know through through basic sitcom logic you know that they're not going to keep the paintings because that means they'd be rich and everything so my thought my, my thought was like well they can't have those they're going to be claimed and given back to whomever and as, as I'm saying that in my head like oh department is, okay state department alright cool sassy German man wants yeah. his paintings back <laughs> Which made me also think, I bet you they weren't his. I bet you the Germans stole them from other families. Like yeah. that, that was my immediate well, thought. Well, yeah, that's probably the consensus since yeah. he looks like a snobby rich boy. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so funny, though. I think this episode I, is, I got to go to Kraftwerk. Yeah. This episode <laughs> is where I learned reference. what Euro trash was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm asking that. my friend, like, is there a name for that guy? And he's like, Here's a really trash. good question to get back at. Did you actually watch Frasier? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just I never asked that question before. Toss salad and scrambled eggs, man. which, by the way, is is two ways of uh, uh, referencing people who are in either uh, in institutions or people who are seeking. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, psychiatric help. This has been your Frasier moment yep. here on Visitor's Guide to Springfield. A Visitor's Guide to Seattle. Frasier. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's the ba- that's the basic episode, and I, for me, I thought it was very funny. I mean, like. Uh, uh, with the episode we did with Zach, the Itchy and Scratchy line, just very good jokes, mm. solid writing all yeah. the way through. We're in the Itchy line. <laughs> <laughs> Control yourself, Liza. I'm sorry. You guys mentioned episodes, and I have to at least quote something from it. <laughs> I got to say, though, I, w- this whole time, because w- before we even started the podcast, we reached out to people to uh, talk about being on the show, Liza was one of the first ones we spoke to because in my in my head personally, I think of three people when I think of The Simpsons, and I think of you, Dave Bogan, and Joe Vella, who now 66% yeah, have yeah. been on the show. We totally. need to get the trifecta. Now you get the trifecta. We need to get the, the last <laughs> stone. That's right. uh, so I always thought that the flying hellfish was 
the Blinky. And the only reason why I know the Blinky is because the Blinky is in this episode. Yeah, I lots thought of that, Blinkies. Yeah, yeah, I thought this yeah. whole time the Flying Hellfish was that animal. So I'm, so I'm watching it, waiting, and then I see the Flying Hellfish. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. None whatsoever. That would have been funny, though. Yeah. Exactly. It was a three-eyed fish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we only see one side of its head, so... Ooh, it could have. He's saying it doesn't have. It could have an eye anyway. Right? No, let's not do that. Let's not ruin my memories. Let's not ruin my memories. Hey, welcome to this new segment called We Rewrite the Simpsons. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I personally enjoyed it. Tyler, what did you think? Uh, This, I think this is a great episode. This is definitely one that stands out, I think, in anybody's um, remembrance of the series. And just. The best. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one of the things that you, the listeners, can look forward to is when we do have guests, you're generally going to be hearing with the guests, like, the greatest hits. Yeah. You know, because when we ask people to pick their favorites, they're picking they're picking the ones that are usually on the top ten list. So I feel bad for the people we, we interview in, like, a year who have to, like, you know, do, like, season 22. Like their third pick. Or- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watch it from time to time, and... It it still has its moments. <laughs> yeah. I know little, my face completely fell. There's but glimmers. Yeah. There's there is. Um, it just is lacking. There's, like there's, it's not as clever. Yeah. Anymore. I mean, there's literally. I was watching season four with Maddie the mm-hmm. other day, and you know we we're watching it and laughing at every single moment, yeah. and he was like, every single moment of these seasons are hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have to watch them a few times. And I'm like, yeah, you got to watch them a few times because you miss stuff yeah. because you're laughing so because hard. Because it's so full of jokes. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. So the question I, you know, maybe we can move into, because like that, that's a, like, we, we are definitely going to speak on that, on those terms. We're going to expand on those. But like for you, where did you come into The Simpsons? Where, where what's your history with the show? Um, the first episode I ever watched was Wow. <laughs> you remember it. Yeah, I do. I we were I was um 9-11, the Challenger Explosion, <laughs> my first Simpsons episode. I was six or seven. Oh, your parents really cared about you. Yeah, they're like, Fox it is. Yeah. Like, married with children? Sure. So like I did grow up watching those shows. But um <laughs> When Lisa meets um, Bleeding Gums Murphy. Oh! That's the first... Moaning Lisa. Yeah, that's the first episode I ever saw of The Simpsons. That's a great episode. Was it brand new? It was brand new. Okay. It was brand new, and I just was like... I need to watch this all the time. Yeah, that's an episode that really fills you up and warms you. It does. It's got this really sweet quality, Mm -hmm. and that relationship between the two of them is uh, is expanded upon throughout the years, and I I loved it. And and frankly, for me right now, as far as like the length of the show, and I that is probably one of my favorite episodes we've done Mm -hmm. because we sat down and. We started recording and talking about it, and I said, well, this is a show about feminism. This episode about feminism, and he says, well, this is a show about depression. And it was just, it was, I mean, that was very impressive to see those uh, subject matters that can appeal to a Mm six-year-old, because you're not going to probably understand those references, but when you watch them as a person as, as decrepit as we are... And depressed, <laughs> and 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 I'm a struggling woman, so I understand those issues. Yeah, you hear. Yeah, I'm hearing your roar. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, girl. So yeah, so that's, you you that's go, but you go back. Episode, all right, so yeah. you go back to the to the original runs. It's not right. you weren't a you weren't a, a rerun 
fan. I mean, I'm sure you watched oh, them. Oh, no, yeah, I watched them all the but time. But you got to see them yeah. as they came out new. Right. Okay. So were you hooked from then on out? You oh, just yeah. Watch every, every, every Sunday. Wow. Yep. Every Sunday I'd watch them. Like church. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that was my church. Only better. <laughs> Only much better. And something I can believe in. Oh, know? boom. <laughs> Something you fell out of believing. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, no. That's a really good point, Tyler. Oh, man. That's clever. Um, I, I gotta say, b- before we move on, one of the reasons I really like this episode is because it's not about the family. It's about an alternate character. Yeah. Yes. Um, which y- you get a lot in The Simpsons, but seeing, seeing the episodes about other characters are always yeah. a lot of fun. For me, just because he talked about being in the war all the mm-hmm. time and his stories were always insane. Mm-hmm. Like, you never believed them. Oh, yeah, it gives you some context. Yes, it gives you some context. And just to see, like, a full episode dedicated to when he was in the service because yeah. he was a badass. Yeah. Total badass. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like. I agree with you. I like seeing the I like seeing the family as periphery characters. Mm-hmm. I, like that, I like that in any... I like that on TV shows. I like it when... Uh, you know when you go see uh, when you hear like a band and like the non-lead singer is singing and the lead singer is like backup vocals one of my favorite U2 songs is Numb because you hear the Edge singing and you're like oh Bono just you just get to be here yeah. and you stand back because you're Bono who cares about you yeah, I just like seeing the main characters <laughs> of any yeah, I go <laughs> I, uh, I'll agree, because one of my favorite Andy Griffith uh, Shut it down. Is, Shut is it. the one about the Darlings, where they've got the family band that gets arrested all the time. You know what I'm talking about? No, I feel like you didn't watch I don't watch okay. the Andy Griffith I don't feel like you watched the episode so much as you walked out of that show to tell us that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you from Mayberry? <laughs> maybe. Oh. oh can't comments. spell Mayberry without maybe. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, the visitor's got a Springfield Jeez. Liza Marie. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to move on. Uh, so overall, I mean, this we're going to agree, this episode was very good. Yeah. We really, really liked it. It's uh, my favorite episode. Period. Period. That's it, okay. 100%. Interesting. I like the decisiveness, Liza. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Foot yeah. is down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, then. Uh, any themes you saw from the show? I mean, like, I, I don't know how, how often you watch this episode. You probably, I don't imagine you do. I mean, watch this episode a lot. So the <laughs> thing... <laughs> are you how much is a lot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how many times a year do you watch this? Um... I don't know. Okay, so, <laughs> well then let me let me reframe the question that I was going to ask. Watching it as a kid, you probably watched you watched it as like what is like very probably like one D in the sense of like it's just what you see on television versus the themes you see now as an adult. You know, especially I mean, I I tend to go way too deep into putting these episodes, no, but, no. Here's no. the thing: yeah. I want to talk deep about a Simpsons episode. Okay, that's why I'm here. All right, so let's do it. Right. <laughs> like, so what are the themes you saw that you know as an adult you can identify whether that really. That that they catch your eye, that make you think about, um, well, society or whatever. Oh, society. Whatever. I'm like, I see a lot of Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, no that's, and that's fine. I mean, like, if you see cultural references, I mean, like, we we will yeah, we'll go like that way, or we'll go like into societal things. But like, however you see it, like as an yeah. adult, the things you re- you notice because you're older and you're more aware of the world. I know that they're there. Um. With the cultural themes yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And they, you know, they still kind of, because they're so quick, they go over my head mm-hmm. a lot. Um, 
So one of uh, the things I noticed about the episode is it talked a lot about kind of how the um, how the, el- the treatment of the elderly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was. Yeah, looking. that's okay. Um, so, like, you notice how kind of Grandpa's neglected, and he's always call, re- calling out for attention, yeah. uh, especially at Grandparents' Day at school. Yeah. Right. Um, and how, uh, you know, he's all brushed aside often. That's right? a general theme, though, with Grandpa Simpson. I mm-hmm. mean, there really is an episode where he ends up inheriting money from this older woman who moves into the nursing home, mm-hmm. and... Um, like the before of how the elderly were treated, mm-hmm. like it's a really rundown place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pool table has holes in it, you know, and then they usually have six holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then at the after of him spreading the wealth, yeah, among because he was going to give it to a charity, yeah, and then there's this really poignant moment in the episode where he's looking at his hands and then he kind of notices the people around him and he's like. He doesn't say it, but he's like, I'm going to give back to the elderly. Mm -hmm. That's a really poignant episode. But yeah, like, that's definitely a theme, a running theme in any grandpa. Well, I I noticed noticed that with the dismissal of him by the nurse, where he was. He's like someone's trying. Yeah, to someone's trying. We should. We should double your meds. Yeah. You know. I mean that. And that's. Right. I mean that's a. That's just a common opinion in society today. Now, when it comes to any sort of medication, sure. we say, "Oh, my foot hurts. Oh, here's a weed card if you live in the right state. Oh, I'm. 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 I'm." S- saying that though makes me really feel bad for laughing at her being like, "We should double your meds." <laughs> like that's a. Fun- <laughs> it's funny because it was delivered very well. Yes. It's it's pertinent because but that's, it's true. Right. So when you really take away the jokes from the issues that yeah. the Simpsons are talking about you're not feeling like hey. damn maybe I shouldn't be laughing yeah. at this like who am I yeah am I racist you're tugging the collar much yeah yeah uh one of the lines that just really quick one of the lo- lines that I really loved about that is like he fought in the second world war two yeah that was a good that line was, that was fun uh, but <laughs> other fi- do we want to talk about other gags maybe but, like, aside from the pants gag. The uh, tugging on the rope gag. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he's pulling 63, yeah. I can't 63. believe it. 64! No, in the same breath. 63, I've lost my grandpa. 63! There is... Anytime Grandpa's in the episode, I just love the way he speaks. Yeah. yeah so, dickety. like, dickety yeah. and sarnet, he said, sarnet, in yeah. a pig's eye. <laughs> he invented the turlet, which the is The turlet. Because that reminds me as a kid, like, my you know, my dad would always call it to make me laugh. He's like, get, get in there, get in the turlet. Yeah. This is funny. Like, yeah. it's, you know, old time to speak. My, yeah. my grandfather calls it a tur- turlet, legitly. Like, I think it's a speech. He thinks it's spelled T U R L I T. Yeah, exactly. Turlet. Turlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I say dickety all the time. When my dad tells stories, because he has a tendency to get a little long winded when he tells stories, I'm always like, Dad, back a dickety (laughs) do. And they think it's really funny. Rich is Nazis. We're going to be rich as Nazis. We're going to be rich as Nazis. Yes. See, I missed that line, and I remember I heard Nazis, and you guys laughed, so. Uh, I did like, I like when he said, like, I'm little Tommy Live-A-Lot. Uh, little Timmy Live-A-Lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, all 
great gags. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, Grandpa's oatmeal spoon. I like how... Oh, and he smacks the teacher in the face with it. Yeah. Or, like, how Burns has, like, a Rolodex of assassins. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, thumbing through it, like, assassins! Like, he's got, like, them listed. Uh... Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, once again, another greatest hits that's just chock full of good stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's go, let's go, let's ask you some more questions. Okay. Uh, first of all, with you, as I mean, if, if for the listeners who don't know, Liza's a stand-up comedian. She is a sketch comedy performer. Uh, do you do improv at all? No, I've never actually tried improv. Okay. Uh, so you like, but you are a comedian, and you are also an actress. I've seen you do other, like, do a... Um, comedy shows not just sketches but as far as the simpsons goes how does how did that house does it still inform your writing your your performance just the way you look at the world and observation because i have to imagine the influence rubs off oh yeah like um sam simon and yes. When Conan rest O'Brien, in peace. Yeah, me rest in peace. I was very torn up about that. I was i didn't i was sad because i read an article about him before, like not knowing the Simpsons, but I read an article about him saying was like, he was doing great. Or no, he no. was. Oh. It was basically like like he was in that place of like I've accepted it. I'll be dead in two months. Yeah. But I was reading a lot. They, they were talking a lot about his because uh, he was a vegan, but he was all he's a staunch animal lover and staunch activist for animal rights. But one of the most interesting things I've ever seen in an article about someone such as himself is that he said. Every pet he's ever had, he's euthanized because he has a he has a like a, a three prong system. He says, if the animal can't do the three things they love the best anymore, that's when it's time to put them down, because they're not there to make you feel better when they're suffering. And I was like, holy damn, <laughs> Sam Simon, bro! <laughs> and also, like, he left his entire fortune to animal rights. Yep. Uh, yeah. Charities. So. They're a big. He's the influence behind Lisa the vegetarian. That oh. ep, that episode, yeah. which is also in season seven. He and Paul McCartney, I believe. Paul McCartney's in it with Linda. I, there's a story about Linda rest of I didn't. Paul I don't know about the, what. Oh really? Oh yeah. Paul McCartney agreed to do that episode, Lisa the vegetarian, so long as Lisa remained a vegetarian. After he did the episode. Oh. That's what I've heard. I feel like that would have been really dumb if they hadn't made her. <laughs> so go Paul McCartney. Yeah, for right. Season 24, she's just chowing yeah, down on Bird. On some meat. They're just waiting for him to die so they can <laughs> yeah. pull the plug on her <laughs> right. vegetarianism. Well, it was thing like Paul McCartney and Morrissey, when they, go to, when they go to venues and perform, they demand that the venues sell vegetarian food. No meats allowed. Period. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's a little much, but I get it. But so I'm like, you know. Yeah. Someone wants a hot dog when they're going Some to go see Let It Be. Nice Take it fish. easy, you goat humpers. Am I right? <laughs> wow. Am I right? <laughs> so you were saying The Great Sam Simon. Uh, the Great Sam Simon, definitely an influence. Like, the Holy Trinity, you know, like Matt Groening, Sam Simon, mm-hmm. and Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Um, I think for me... It's got a very dry approach to comedy. No, I get that. You know, like there's a subtlety to it. Yep. And I definitely try to bring that to my comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely, I mean, I just really enjoy clever, witty writing and I try to apply that. Yes. 
And I don't think anybody does it better than The Simpsons. <laughs> I don't think anyone does it better than myself. <laughs> <laughs> than this the girl Simpsons. right here. What are we talking about? Who cares? I'm on the show. No, I don't know. The Simpsons. Could you imagine? And Frasier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Frasier. No, uh, I just see, you know, like cartoons, you know, they all tried to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Family Guy is just a running pile of dookie now like I just ugh. yeah and I just think that the Simpsons set this bar early on way too high way too <laughs> no high asking. it's well, so clever like just the and, and like you were saying earlier as an adult you go back and you watch some of these episodes and you get these Jokes. Yeah, they're even funny. Yeah. About it. yeah. Oh, exactly. Like when Bush moves into the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my God. Like President Bush. Yeah, yeah. President Bush. Which moves. one, GW or W? No. Um, or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. HW. HW. Senior. Yeah, mm. senior moves into the neighborhood, and then it becomes like a Dennis the Menace situation with yeah. Art, and then the president. Mm-hmm. It's so, and just the little jokes in there, like Gorbachev ends up coming into play, and then um, Gerald Ford ends up moving in at the end. Yeah. I mean, like, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, just going back and watching that, it's, I've just always been a huge fan of this show. I just think it's clever. So you're talking, you talk the Holy Trinity. For you that, you know, we never, really like, everyone always mentions Conan O'Brien. So for you, it's Matt, Conan, Sam. Right, because I don't think the show fell off. Well, the, the question I have for you then is, in 28 years, you had this solid five to seven year run of great, solid writing, influential into the, into the, the landscape of our, at least our country, if not the world. Yeah. But yet you, as well as other big-time Simpsons fans, have your trepidations, complaints, dislike of the show after, you know, whatever season it is. I mean, everybody's different. So why do you think they haven't been able to nail down a writer's room that has been able to capture that magic again? Maybe they just thought that keeping up with the way television was going, you know, I just... There was nothing wrong with the formula that they had. And, of mm-hmm. course, when you get a new staff of writers, you're going to get new ideas floating yeah. around. But something about it is just so sterile, and it doesn't have heart to it anymore mm-hmm. at all, okay. in any way. Like, there's, you know, even though Homer and Bart essentially really didn't like each other, mm-hmm. borderline hated each other, they still, like, loved each other. Yeah. And there was, like, moments that they would have, you know? And I think every episode up until that point had moments, like, really, really emotional human moments. I mean, the the episode where... Bart or um, Marge and Homer are telling how they met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they went along and rewrote that entire story. Yeah, that story's been. Like, it's been rewritten done. like a million times. Mm-hmm. Why did you touch it? Yeah. Like yeah. Homer's it's mother. It's canon. It's so lame. <laughs> it's like Homer's mother. They should have just left it at that one episode. Oh, yeah. Had that be mm-hmm. that. Then yeah. she came back in another yeah. episode. Don't know if they were struggling in the ratings and they wanted a celebrity. Because Glenn Close talks his mom. Well, it seems interesting because now it's at a point where it, there's a there's a consensus of 
it not being as good. I don't personally know anybody who watches the show uh, on a regular basis besides, I guess, the super fan next to me. But yeah, also, yeah. And do you find yourself maybe like really trying to enjoy it? I mean, I, yes. I was like, I'm trying to enjoy a show that I used to just love. Yeah. And I didn't have to try. Well, I get that. I get that. Here's my theory, working theory on it, is it's, it's at a time slot where there's nothing better than it on TV. And I'm going to be watching TV at that point anyway, so I'm going to watch it. Is it something I tune into now? Yeah, because I I like The Simpsons, but it's not necessarily something when maybe 10, 15 years ago I would have been like, oh, i got to watch that if it was this quality right now. But I do also, I kind of like to think it... Of it this way. You ever, like, meet, like, a dirty old man? Wait, hold on, hold on. No, just listen. (laughs) Listen to this. So, you know, like, you go out, maybe with your grandfather, and you you go out uh, to dinner, and he, like, flirts with the waitress, and you can see it in his eye. He's like, I still got it. You know what I mean? Perfect grandpa Yeah, it's the perfect grandpa thing. No, he's like, it's it's like, you see the glint in that. You see little glimpses of, like, I still got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there was an episode, I can't even remember the entire plot of it, but I think it had something to do with a Harry Potter school or something that actually made me laugh out loud. Yeah. But at one part, just one. Yeah. But it was, but you still, you still, you got the little feeling, right? A little bit, and then it immediately went away. I'll still watch the Halloween episodes. Oh, yeah, of course. Because I don't, here's what I think it boils down to now. I think The Simpsons is just a really elaborate couch gag and that's all they've got going for them at the beginning of those episodes they've become like more and more theatrical and and elaborate and I remember like hearing about these couch gags and then going online to watch just the couch gag Mm -hmm. well and and nothing else I didn't care about the episode the Banksy couch gag did you see that one I did Uh, (laughs) the the thing but my point going back is do you feel like it's a juggernaut to the point of like Saturday Night Live? There's no you can't you can't say that Saturday Night Live can never be canceled, but it would take an extreme incident, the lowest ratings ever, to make it happen. I feel like the Simpsons are here to stay, and I guess for me as. A, a, Actually, I think I have more hope for the fans than I do for the show. I want to see that magic captured again in whatever way they can because. It's just too computer now, and... Do you really think that's a big... Like, you, you know, really I, that's a like I said, I really think it's just manufactured pop culture now. That's and, and, what I really and, think and it the, is. And the, but the, I think, the, you know, maybe the problem is because now you have... I mean, you have really edgy cartoons now everywhere. I mean, you've got the brilliance of Rick and Marty. You've got the beauty of Archer and its animation. I mean, it's... It just... It, it's... The bar is set so high now. Mm, I don't know. I think that if The Simpsons came back with that old formula, mm-hmm. and maybe those you know people got together, minus Sam Simon, rest in peace, and they wrote some episodes, yeah, I have a feeling that it would totally be just as good. Yeah, it would just like yeah. bring fans back. I mean, I can't speak for other Simpsons fans, but. Heart, like, could you yeah. just bring back the heart of the show? Uh, it, it, uh, we talked to Zach Peterson about it, and since they incorporated computers and cell phones, it seems less Rockwellian. Yes, that That's is a perfect said. way to put it. Yep, because I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. You know, when I stopped watching completely, when they did that damn Kesha 
Oh, yeah. Couch gag. Uh, All of a sudden, they did a Kesha couch gag, and I'm like, is this a joke? Are they for real? What is this? But it's like... I wanted to punch a hole into my laptop. I was so bad. I don't think it's going away though. Um, I don't. You, I don't. You, you I don't compared so. it to Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I once heard I, they're two different shows. Right. No, I, I, I understand. I, I understand they're two different shows. But my point is that you're talking about Saturday Night Live, a 40 year yeah. show that yeah. even even I mean it's enjoyed some of the worst ratings in its history throughout the years, and still never been has never been canceled. I guess. So my comparison to that is because there's another show, comedy base that's been around for as long, with the exception of late night shows. I, Maybe at this point, The Simpsons is just there as a comfort. Possibly. I mean, you know what I mean? I, 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 like, I mean, honestly, this is a question I'm if, really... If I'm, they really canceled that show, I mean, that is the end of an era. Yeah. I yeah. heard someone once, um, I was listening to the, an interview on the radio, and someone, I think it was, they were interviewing someone from Mad Men, and the guy from Mad Men said that um, you know you've made it when you hit the three S's. You're spoofed by the three S's. And that was Saturday Night Live, The Simpsons, and Sesame Street. And he said Mad Men has been spoofed by all three, and that's what makes it. But for The Simpsons to be in there, I mean, that's... It's an institution. Yeah, I mean, it and is. That, and that's exactly and what that's, it is. And that's, my, and that's my point, is that it's an institution at this point. I feel like if it's going to stick around... I mean, we all saw what happened when uh, Marshall Wallace died. They stopped the character. So now you have to look at... Oh, there's the mortality of the main characters. What would happen if the voice of Bart died? Yeah. Or Homer, or yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, you could. You could. You could Brian Henson it, where you find somebody who can do a really good Homer impression. But I feel like if something happened to one of those main cast members, that would be the catalyst to the end. Harry Shear, yeah. he was gonna leave. Mm-hmm. He talks Reverend Lovejoy, um, Principal Skinner, Flanders. Mr. Burns and Smithers. Mm-hmm. He talks so so many people on that show. Dr. Hibbert. Yeah. That if he would have. <laughs> I knew it, but you know the way. He, he, he left the show. He left the show. Like he had officially left. And like my thought was like, there's no. He's not leaving. You don't leave that. You you can't. Because if he would have left, they would have had to have canceled that show. Are you kidding? Yeah. You can't write there's, off that many characters. There's an episode actually of The Simpsons where. I don't remember which episode it was, but he says the line, oh, no, wait, I think it was Family Guy. We're talking Muppets. Wow. We're talking Muppets. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that is. Yeah, well, that's a Family Guy, yeah. Because uh, ta- like, that's exactly what it would have been like. Weird talking characters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I mentioned it before. When I hear Kermit now, I still hear not Jim Henson. I can hear the tinges in the voice. I mean, it happens with. I mean, it happens with every animated character or with every puppet character when it's a very old. I remember the. First, I remember when. I remember when they brought back the Cheerios Honeybee, and I was like, "This is not the yeah. voice that I am used to, and I do not like it." <laughs> then I flirted with a very attractive waitress <laughs> at a restaurant with my grandson. Yeah, and I, let me tell you, still got it. I still got it. The still got cheers. it. Hashtag still got so it. So let's uh, oh let's go to let's go to the uh, let's go to the final question. I have uh, one more question too. Let's go to my final question. I don't care. Question. Oh, so we got two final questions. It's the final question. It's the final question. So if you were to be approached by 
the showrunners now, and they said, "All right, Liza, you are going. We've we picked you as the showrunner. The keys are yours. It's you're taking over." What would you do for that show? And I think you've already said it, but what would you do for the show to kind of maybe revive it or make it something interesting for you that you wanted to be a part of? Yeah, just bring back good writers. Mm -hmm. Writers, I mean, I feel like they just don't care about the show, and they're just trying to get, like... Well, I think I heard someone say once, now it's just like a, a, a meat grinder. Like, yes, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. So bring back some dialogue. I mean, remember how a Simpsons episode would start one way, mm -hmm. and then it would end a completely Lady different other way? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Tyler. <laughs> you'd start at A and you'd end Yeah, up. you'd be like, and See, be if you're a super fan, you can... Yeah. You can Cipher which episode it is within the first five or six seconds of it, yeah. but it always started a different way. Yeah, even this and then one today. ended. A com yep, it, it starts in the classroom and it ends right in the, in, in the desert with Homer tripping. Point A to point B, yeah. and how they get there. Yeah. There's no structure anymore to the show yeah. in any way. So I would definitely want there, and like I said before. It just needs to bring back the heart of it. Like, because I don't know if the early seasons, because it was sort of, like, a newer genre of television, so I don't think they were 100% sure if it's going to make it or not. And so yeah. you can just tell that they're really putting their all into the writing, the yeah. character development, yeah. and just, like, the story itself. Well, I mean, when the show started, it, it was revolutionary because on... Basic on basic cable, or not basic cable on network television. There was no cartoon in prime, prime time that was that edgy. It had mm -hmm. children? I mean, like yeah. Nowadays, There's you no know, prime time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have children swearing. There was smoking in the with cartoon characters. There was violence. There was. I mean, it was. And now that is incredibly tame. Yeah. I mean, you hear you hear characters saying the rudest. Uh, most outlandish things because you can do that now, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, Tyler, what 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 is your question? Okay. I guess. Yeah. The final questions. <laughs> the final question. Okay, so you're put in charge of the show, like Greg said, uh, but it's the last season. How do you end it? Oh. Ooh. Damn. That's a loaded flipping question. Right. Yeah. I want to know, or maybe just how is it a. There's a lot of theories out there that maybe it's Homer's been in a coma. Have you heard that theory? I, heard, I read that. I read that a few that weeks ago. That Homer's been in a coma since season eight? <laughs> since he met, there's a season where he meets God. I forget which season. Season four. Season four, he meets God. Nerds! And since then, he's been in a coma. Interesting. And, and the rest has just been a giant coma. So dream. like Bob, the Bob Newhart show. But I'm sorry, like that's new parts. That's a stupid theory. Well, that discredits everything else that's Greg thinks it's show. a time. Uh, I think it's a time vortex. I time think vortex. Because if you watch the first season, you guys are totally Dallasing the show. Hey, uh, you gotta talk <laughs> smack about Dallas. Sorry, no, if you, Dallas if you, is great. Dallas, this is the Simpsons. Uh, if you watch the first season, because they have the extended intro, uh, they have Bart going down the street on his skateboard and then he passes the stop sign where he takes the bus stop sign and the bus passes and everyone's like, oh, if you look in the middle, there is a guy who looks exactly like Bart Simpson but older. Like he, 
is Bart Simpson. There's, I am convinced. There's also the theory Damn. that um, it's a time. There's a theory. There's a and the truth is out there. <laughs> and I want to believe. There's another theory that Dallas. it is a time vortex and that Barney is actually Nelson Muntz. The oh, person. there's a meme out there. Yeah. That has the same. Yeah. See, I get very, That's based on a theory. Like a that makes sense. Theory, yeah. yeah. I would, I would love for that to happen because I, I think, you know, people get a lot, people get really angry when the final season or the final episode of any show kind of. You know, throws it in the towel or or flushes the entire series down the toilet. And it's like St. Elsewhere. I don't know if you guys remember that show. It was a hospital show, and the last episode is like very popular. Denzel Washington started on that show. Howie Mandel was on that show, and the very last episode, you just saw you saw the the them working, and then they pan out of the ho- the hospital to snow. And then you see panning further, and it's a snow globe, and it all took place in the head of an autistic boy. Because there was an autistic boy on the show, <laughs> and they just made it that, that this whole show was made up in that autistic boy's head. So, maybe going back to an idea that they already did in mm-hmm. 3D Homer, that okay. Halloween episode, yeah. um, he ends up going through a black hole mm-hmm. and yeah. ends up in the real world. And he's walking down the street, and there are actual people looking at him like, what the heck is this? And then he just goes into a bakery. Um, As you do. That would have been a fitting end. I mean, I'm trying to, like, come up with conclusions for, like, characters without sounding lame about it. Even just, like, the last... uh, So the last... What is the last thing we see on screen for the last episode of The Simpsons? The last thing we see on screen for the last episode. Maybe the family on the couch. Okay. I, I, I think that's a great answer. Yeah. yeah. Family yeah. on the couch, and then, like, Homer pushes the remote, and mm-hmm. then... Goes to black. Goes to black. Because yeah. now they have, like, a flat screen hanging on yeah. their wall. Yeah. Which oh, is just so dumb. Yeah. See? <laughs> it's such a stupid show now. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. Like, ugh. I like the rabbit ears antenna and it should be the it should be the ending the ending of the show should be the intro of the show where Bart's leaving school after writing on the chalkboard coming home like and then they just sit on the couch, fade to black. That's it. Yeah. Be yeah, maybe him throwing down his backpack exactly, and then walking exactly. into the or living they all, room. Or they all, yeah. all walk in the into the living room, sit down as their actual age now. Oh, that's a good one. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, mind blown. Um, okay, so now the actual final, final question. Oh, my. Liza, where can people find you? Um, so I'm going to be performing at the Amazon show. <laughs> I took Tyler's question. That's my question. I was yeah. like, what is this? What's happening right we now? We fight sometimes. Yeah, you do. You're sleeping on the couch. I'm going to be in the Amazon show. The um, Amazon Hellcats, right? Yeah, the Amazon Hellcats. And that's going to be on Friday, January 15th. Nice. At? At Frank's Power Plant. In lovely Bayview, Wisconsin. In lovely Bayview, Wisconsin. And if this goes out after that episode, um, on social media, where can people find you? Um, well, wait, I got another show. Uh, oh, <laughs> whoa, big timer here. Another show. I'm also going to be doing um, Nick Davis's show in Kenosha uh-huh. on Friday the 22nd. Gotcha. Sweet deal. Nice. Uh, people can find you on the social media, just on Twitter. Facebook? Just on Facebook. No Twitter. You're not I ain't doing that Twitter Whoa. crap. Uh, 
Tweet this. Let it be noted that I'm flipping everybody off. <laughs> uh, I feel like you'd excel at Twitter, although I'd probably get a message from you saying, I want to punch Twitter in the face. Oh, yeah, probably. I want to punch Facebook in the face. Oh, yeah, still... punch in the Facebook. Well, just gerbils feeding the... <laughs> Whatever, anyways. But cat video! Yeah, ooh! So, Tyler, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, all at J Tyler Men's. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, people can also find me oh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at iGregBot. He did it! I did it! He I did it! I am now brand compliant <laughs> to myself. Very good. So, yeah, you can find me in all those places. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got shows going on. You can go to uh, gregbach.com to see what shows I'm, ha- I'm happening to be in. I should probably get a website. Mm. Uh, you should. LizaMarie.com. That's probably available. You should just pick that up. Here's a piece of advice. Mm. If you do that, buy more than that because when I bought my website... It was like 10 bucks, but then they came back saying, oh, do you want to buy .net, .biz, .gov, .org? And all of those were like $150 because what they're saying to you is you have to buy these up or someone might take those and then start a website. Because like Louis C.K. is louisck.net because someone owns louisck.com. Sounds really complicated. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Do a Tumblr page. That's a Tumblr? Yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you can find, yeah, uh, check us out on the internet. Check us out on the web. You can find us. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. It helps with a lot of things like um, positioning in the ratings as well as uh, possible sponsorships. That would be great. Also, we like hearing from you. Yeah, go to the... We have we have a Tumblr page for this web for this show. We have a Tumblr, which is SpringfieldVisitorsGuide.tumblr.com. Yep. Go there. Leave pictures. Leave comments. Be nice comments. You know. Uh, tell us stories. Tell us favorite moments. Give us suggestions for episodes you really really love. If you are a, if you are somebody who lives in the area and would maybe like to be a guest and you're not insane, let us know. Okay. We'd love to have you. We're going to be. Have having, you guys gotten insane people? Uh, just Tyler. So, uh, hey, we're in my house. Chill. I'm never getting out of here alive. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and, and, and as always, we like to thank uh, Attic Stein for the music. And, and we'd also like to send a big thank you to Josh Sullivan for the great artwork and the great compliments he's given us and given to other people on Instagram regarding the show. We really appreciate their help because... I mean, we've been doing this for 10 episodes now, and we've really gotten a lot of great feedback. So everyone has given us feedback. Everyone is listening. Thank you so much. Thanks to Milwaukee Comedy. Milwaukee Comedy, Matt Kemple, Milwaukee Comedy, who's just a a, a dapper Dan. Oh, he's a delight. He is absolutely delightful. And uh, we uh, will talk to you soon, everybody. Say goodbye, Liza. Bye, Liza. Turlet. Turlet. (laughs) Turlet.